Welcome in to the Unnamed MMA Podcast. I'm Adam Abdallah. Across from me, as always, Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter at WoodonESPN1000. Get all of his picks at FatJackSports.com. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. Football's heating up. Get to Fat Jack Sports. I know there's some win totals that are out now that he's given out. He's going to give his Super Bowl pick at some point. So uh, make sure you check out FatJackSports.com for his picks and all of Jordan's uh, MMA UFC picks as well. So we're recording this on a Tuesday. It's a little early for UFC Fight Night with Corey Sandhagen and Rob Font, as well as Jessica Andrade and Tatiana Suarez. But we're going to do a little bit of a recap of a great UFC 291 and then preview those two fights as well. So, Jordan, when we look back onto UFC 291, we saw Justin Gagey beat Dustin Poirier, get the BMF title. Alex Pereira beat Jan Blachowicz and is you know solidifying himself in that light heavyweight division. Uh, Derek Lewis gets a knock, comes out with a flying knee and gets lands a knockout, it. lands it, and and gets a knockout in 33 seconds. Bobby Green submits Tony Ferguson. Uh, anything that sticks out to you from this pay per view that was just a couple days ago? Oh, fights were great. You know, fights lived up to the hype. There's a lot of you know, all 11 fights were supposed to uh, finish inside the distance, uh, and all but two did. Uh, so that's you know, obviously you know, measuring up to what was projected from a from a betting standpoint on the totals. Justin Gage uh, obviously you know cashes as the underdog. Nothing to dislike about either one of those fighters, Gagey versus Poirier. I was surprised that Gagey was able to land the head kick that he did and just obviously change the direction of fight. He finished Dustin Poirier. I was very confident that Dustin Poirier was going to do the same thing. He had the better stand-up coming into the fight, the better overall game, and I just thought – based on the experience that they had of a four-round fight prior. It was Dustin Poirier's fight to lose, but Justin Gagey landed uh, a head kick. He never throws head kicks. He's really more more known for uh, leg kicks, and we talked about that actually last time on the podcast. But kudos to Justin Gagey. He's going to get a big-time fight, whether it's for the UFC lightweight championship next. Uh, Perhaps he rethinks his... His uh, thought process on uh, Conor McGregor because that was uh, you know thrown out there uh, as a potentially a possibility because Conor McGregor wants to throw his hat into every single ring. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, look, Justin Gagey is the baddest motherfucker on the planet, at least according to a belt. According to the belt that he now owns, belt. yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, you know, in the co-main event, it was uh, I guess somewhat a questionable decision. Man, many people were wondering how Jan Blachowicz lost the fight, mm-hmm. but he did. Uh, we were on the Jan Blachowicz side. We were 0-6. Fanchek's picks were 0-6. Let's get it out. I mean, look, took long enough. We were 0-6. So, for me personally, <laughs> it was not a great fight night to watch uh, because of, you know, I was, was certain invested. that Blachowicz won that fight. Yeah, I mean, whatever. So, any, but, you, but you and I were talking about this. So, I go 1-5. 1-5, and five, like, you know, no, fine. It's, get it's better to go 0-6 than it is to go 1-5. Right, five. we were talking it about is. that. Uh, so, it is. Uh, look, and, and Alex, you know, uh, Pereira now is in an opportunity to maybe fight for, for a championship. Again, we talked about that was the most significant fight because there's such uncertainty about the light heavyweight division. We do know now that Magomed Ankalaev is going to fight Johnny Walker in Abu Dhabi on the same card as Charles Oliveira and Islam Makachev. So that potentially could be a title eliminator fight. But I think Alex Pereira's got to be in a title eliminator fight. Uh, whoever whoever is, is standing across from him, if it's Jerry Prohaska, does he come back? And and because uh, you know Jamal Hill's out, so there is a vacant light heavyweight championship right now. And I think Derek Lewis. 
kind of keeps his job, even though he's a free agent. Uh, again, a guy that, that cashes as an underdog. Uh, I was on the side of things, even though that wasn't an official Fat Jack pick. But it's hard for me as a fight fan, I guess, Adam, to like say, like, okay, you can't be like, too, ha- too, too mad mm-hmm. just because of uh, the way that the fights finished. No, the fights were great. You know, like watching... Justin Gagey win. I wasn't upset by it. Watching the Pereira fight, I thought Blahovitz was going to get his uh, his hand raised, but it was a split decision, 28-29, 29-28, and 28-29. And at, at that point, you're kind of splitting hairs. You know, I thought it was cool to see Derek Lewis come out and, and literally, like, they asked him, you know, afterwards, Joe Rogan's like, hey, did you know you were going to do that? And he's like, no, I just threw some shit at a wall and hoped that it would work and it worked and you know he gets the knockout in 33 seconds Bobby Green with a a great sub with six seconds left in the fight gets the sub against Tony Ferguson so like again it's stuff that you can't really be mad at if you're on the wrong side of it just because the fights were so good like the Gagey Poirier fight was great until you know and then it, it ended inside the distance but those were still. It was still a great fight. Pereira and Blahovitz was a, even though it went to the the scorecard, it was still a great fight, and it could have gone either way. And I feel like that adds to a great fight card, like we saw. And we talked about it going in, like this is going to be a fantastic fight card. Yeah, matchups, and, styles make fights. Matchups make fights. Kevin Holland, we haven't got to him. He opened up the fight card with an impressive submission, mm-hmm. a submission of Michael Chiesa, a guy that's extremely well versed on the ground. So Kevin Howard did what he was supposed to do. We almost released him, but didn't. We liked the over. We thought it was going to be a little bit of a grappling exchange, but Kevin Howland just like hot knife through butter, just went and steamrolled Michael Chiesa. Yeah, and I think it was a great. Uh, a great card, you know, looking at the next UFC uh, pay-per-view, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's not as great. I mean, it's, it's a great main event. Aljamain Sterling against Sean O'Malley is a great main event. The co-main event of Zhang Wei Li and Amanda Lemos is also good. Like, those are, those are two very good fights. But, like, it, the rest of it's just kind of okay. Like, Ian Gary is a fun guy to watch. He's undefeated against Jeff Neal. Like, that'll be a good fight. Um, but this one, I feel like this is, until we get to Dubai or Abu Dhabi, that this is the the one that we just watched. UFC 291 was like the card of the summer. Yeah, exactly. And that's traditionally what they do. International Fight Week is always a big-time fight card. Uh, and then you got to wait till like October and then December. So it's like every other month or every other pay-per-view that, you know, has that, that, that big-time hype surrounding around it. I'm surprised we haven't seen more from Sean O'Malley. Maybe we got to get through this uh, Jake Paul and Nate Diaz weekend because that's this weekend yeah. in boxing. And then we start to get the, the hype surrounded because you know look even though Aljamain Sterling's the, the champion the A side of this pay-per-view is Sean O'Malley Sean O'Malley is mm-hmm. carrying that popularity he's that public figure he's he's becoming that type of fighter that you have to stop what you're doing to watch and see him compete I think you know he's been rushed into this championship opportunity he's been rushed to a lot of those opportunities but look outside of you know the, the loss to Marlon Vera he theoretically has uh, flown uh, you know, with flying colors, you know, no pun intended, with the hair. So it'll be a difficult matchup for Aljamain Sterling. I haven't really dove into uh, that fight in particular yet because Aljamain Sterling is also an extremely difficult guy to mirror and, and, yeah. and prepare for. But, yeah, I mean, look, Chris Weidman's returning. Uh, probably not smart of him to do that, but he is. Uh, and he's <laughs> fighting you know, close to home in, in New York and Boston. Robocop's on the card. I love Gregory Rodriguez and seeing him fight. Uh, Cody Garbrandt, I don't like him, but he's always entertaining. So there's some there's some interesting fighters. Marlon Vera, Cheeto Vera's on it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, you're right. Now, very top-heavy, and we got to wait till Abu Dhabi, which is going to be a sick card. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, it doesn't 
doesn't really get any better this weekend either. Look, we can we can shine it up all we want to, but this uh, just judging by the odds, these two fights on the main card for this weekend for UFC Fight Night, Corey Sanhagen and Rob Font. Corey Sanhagen is minus 340. Rob Font is plus 250. That would suggest that it's going to be a pretty one-sided fight. And then Jessica Andrade is a plus 300 against Tatiana Suarez, who returned from a three-year layoff, won in February, and is minus 430 yeah. well, to win this I mean, fight. she's behind the hype. You know, she's supposed to be the next flyweight big-time contender. Uh, it, it, she's going to have to live up to those odds. And she's going in there against a former you know, champion, mm-hmm. Jessica Andrade, who is a very difficult matchup for whoever you, you fight because of her stand-up, because of her compact size. Uh, but she is beatable. We've seen her get the, you know defeated before. And if Tatiana Suarez is this hyped machine that's going to challenge for a championship, she's got a steamroll. Uh, Jessica Andrade. The interesting fight, or really, it's too bad that it, it had to be changed because you know Rob Font's taking this fight on sh- on short notice. It was supposed to be Umar Nurmagomedov, who's mm-hmm. on a meteoric rise in the bantamweight division. Corey Sanhagen, kind of that gatekeeper of like challenging for the championship. You know, good but not good enough. Uh, it should be an entertaining fight, but both of those guys are are used to uh, five round fights. Both guys are very good stand up. Rob Font, some of the best boxing that we have uh, in. Well, even though they've competed bantamweight, this will be a catchweight fight. Corey Sanhagen, he was always referred to as like Dominic Cruz 2.0 with his footwork and his in and out movement, very awkward. Um, but right now, as it stands, I, I think I think you're probably parlaying Sanhagen and and. Uh, Tatiana Suarez this early in the week just to, to I'm not the kidding. odds a, a little bit. Did, it's already you did in that. There. It's already in there. It's minus one sixty five if you put the two in there. That's not great. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. So like if that. you've got something else, maybe in the uh, the main card so of the prelims I, uh, or well, something. See, that's the thing, though. There's so I, I look. I, I we love Dustin Jacoby. He's been on the show before. He's been very good to us. Yeah. Very good kickboxer. I think uh, and uh, Kennedy and Jekyll is just is coming to his own right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's won three fights in a row. He came in with a lot of hype and kind of stumbled a little bit. Was a little hesitant early on in his UFC career, but now he's kind of storming. and And this is going to be a stand up fight, which is perfect for him. Uh, and I think that he'll he'll, he'll carry enough power uh, to you know get the win. So maybe a couple of those or a couple you know group those three in. Um, I was also looking uh, earlier on in the fight card. I think Cody Durden is a underdog to consider against Jake Hadley. Hadley has struggled uh, with a couple of guys that have an aggressive wrestling style. Durden has that. I think Durden can match him on the feet. And uh, Durden has cashed as an underdog before. So I think Durden might be a, a certainly an underdog. And the odds are not posted yet, or at least they weren't yes last night when I was looking at it on the main card. Tanner Bozer and Alexa Kamor uh, over two and a half. I yeah. don't think either one of those guys is finishing each other. I think it's a situation where their guys, it's going to be a stand up fight. Uh, Kamer, very tentative, hasn't looked good in his mixed martial arts uh, UFC career. And Tanner Bozer, you know, I like him coming down the light heavyweight. He was always a, a, a smaller heavyweight with good movement. He got steamrolled in his first fight in the light heavyweight division. So this will be a nice bounce back fight for him. Yeah, a lot of those odds aren't posted yet just because we're so early in the week recording this right now. You're just getting money lines here. Tanner Bozer minus 160 against uh, Alexa Kammer, uh is plus 135 right now. But a couple underdogs that you did mention uh, that should be worth uh, a look. So you mentioned 
Cody Durden over Jake Hadley. Cody Durden's a plus 155 yeah. right he's now. He's taking the fight on Fanduel. short notice. Okay. So you do have to be a little bit concerned about that, but he's done that before. Tough guy to 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 prepare for. Just fights at a fer- yeah. ferocious pace. Uh, tough guy. Flyweights are always kind of a little bit unpredictable, so I, I think Durden's certainly, certainly worth, a, worth a look as a underdog. But what you're saying basically is, like, if you've got plans this weekend, kids are going back to school soon, all that kind of stuff, like, eh, take this weekend for the family. You might be wanting to take this weekend for the family. The only thing that I'll say about Let's it, though, is it's not in Vegas. This fight's, this fight's in Nashville, Tennessee. Okay. This is at the Bridgestone Arena. It's been a long time since they've been back there. Fans, the last time that they did... Uh, fans were awesome, and they, there were some good fights. Too bad OSP had to pull out of the card. Uh, you know, the former Tennessee Volunteer yeah, football player. Yeah, cool. uh, He was going to get wrecked, though. He was fighting Ian Kudelaba, <laughs> uh, the Hulk. Uh, so I don't know why they were throwing uh, OSP to the Wolves, but that fight was was canceled. But, uh, you know, the uh, the Bahamandes-Ludvig-Klein uh, fight, that opens up the main card. That should be a barn burner. Uh, Diego Lopez. I was looking at Bahamandes as someone to throw in the parlay. Yeah, yeah, I, I like that. I, well, I don't know if I like that per se. You know, Ludwig Klein is, is such a tough out. He's got good stand-up, good wrestling. So I'm not as confident about that. I think if you need me to throw in a fourth fighter into the parlay, let's go Diego Lopez. Diego Lopez really impressed right. in his UFC debut. Taking Who's the a other fight. one that you wanted to throw uh, in there? So we'll, we'll do Kenny and Jacquou, okay. Suarez, or Suarez, Sanhagen, and... Um, Lopez. That's plus three ten. Okay. All right, Let's so go. make that four, parlay four-legged, four-legged parlay. But we set can do it, it and forget it. Usually, Fanduel will throw out some good uh, day of promotions. Like there was a, uh, I got a um, just a parlay boost. So put that parlay boost onto onto the u- the use there I, for like Fanduel. I, and, and the, look, going back, yeah, I had Dustin Poirier to win and round two to start at plus one twenty. I thought that was no brainer, yeah. easy. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and well, round two started. It just and it started yeah. with a head kick. Exactly, and it did not. It did not Do you think he favorite. won round one? Hmm. Yeah, I think the way it was trending, I think they would have given him round one. He started to cool off there towards the end, but I think they would have given him round one. Okay. Yeah, I think they would have given him the first and round. And you but scored again, the Jan fight twenty nine twenty eight Blahovich. No, I, I don't score <laughs> fights. But look, I, I could. I just asked you to score the first round. You said Dustin Poirier won. It. I because well, I just look at it. And I'm like, yeah, that guy got his ass kicked a little bit less than the other guy. <laughs> you know, like I'm like, I'm not, li- I'm not sitting so who here got and ass like more Jan Blahovich or Alex Pereira. I think Jan Blahovich got his ass kicked less in okay. the first okay, round. Okay, fine. Okay. I'm not, I don't look at, I'm not sitting here and like keeping like little tallies on my phone or writing it down on a piece of paper. I'm just like, yeah, that dude was getting his ass beat in the first round. All right. He kind of came back in the second round. So I'll give the, him the second round. And then you know what? So now you got to go into the third round thinking that you, that it's anyone's uh, fight. And then you just, you both just have to go at it. And I thought that that's what happened in the Blahovitz fight. And I would, we were on Blahovitz's side, so I wanted his hand to get raised because I had that. Yeah. But I, I wasn't, like, upset because I'm like, okay, yeah, I can kind of see it. I kind of see the split decision here. I get it. But, again, like, it's, okay, you're kind of splitting hairs at that point because it was such a good fight. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, I, I just think, and again, you know, you, you get uh, distracted by who, who, who you're betting on and, uh, you know, where the money lies, so. Uh, I got no problem. Look, it's a fresh challenger at light heavyweight. It would have been rinse and repeat if Jan Blachowicz won because, yeah. you know, we've already seen him, obviously, as champion. Absolutely. It's good. So that is our parlay for this week. We're going to go with Sandhagen, Suarez, Lopez, and Kennedy and Joku there for uh, that, this fight that pays plus 310. Maybe get a little more if you had a FanDuel boost. If they're sign up at uh, FanDuel.com uh, slash 
Abdallah, A-B-D-A-L-L-A. Make sure you get all of Jordan's picks at FatJackSports.com. Football is just around the corner. We are 11 days. We're recording this on a Tuesday. We are 11 days away from the first Bears preseason game, and then we're just a month out after that from actual real NFL football, Bears and Packers. It's going to be awesome. Can't wait. A short podcast today just because, you know, we're recording it a little bit early, and it's not the best card in the world, so... That's what you get. No. Yeah, that's what you get and you don't get upset. That's what I said to my that's daughter. That's what you get. Yeah, listen, Dana White, make better cards and we'll make better podcasts. I don't think he cares. <laughs> but if he did. So that's Jordan Sherwood. Follow him on Twitter, Ed Wood on ESPN 1000. I'm Adam Abdallah. You can follow me on Twitter at Adam A. Abdallah. And we will be back next week for another episode, probably a longer one, on the Unnamed MMA Podcast. Thanks for listening.